This is ShimmyCast episode 20. I'm your host, Anala Rabari. I've got my bottle of water here, and I am ready to get down to some belly dance talk, and I hope you all are too. Okay. Sorry, that was me taking a sip of water. This week's show is going to be awesome. First of all, this week's article is from our contest winner, Jenny Wren from the Fort Wayne, Indiana area. And her article is entitled, It's All About Growing. Um, We aren't going to be having a review this week because there are so many news announcements. The belly dance community is coming out in full force here in the next month, you guys. There's so many things going on. I can't wait to tell you about all of them. And the music for this week's show is from Hawksman and Follick. So let's get started with answers to the question of the week. So last week's question was, what is the most unusual place you've performed or been asked to perform? And our first answer is from Lena Regina of Fayetteville, Arkansas. I have performed in all kinds of crazy places. (laughs) But I will say that yesterday I went to a birthday party. And it was for a four-year-old and a one-year-old. But the dad was also having a birthday. And they asked me, it was, it's my boyfriend's boss's husband. You know, it's one of those kind of deals where you don't know the people, but you're doing it because your boyfriend asked you to do it. (laughs) And I brought a costume along and it was out in the middle of nowhere. I'm not kidding you. It was like we were on a dirt road and everybody was drinking beer, and I'm thinking, oh, my dear Lord, what did I get myself into? And one lady stood there and said, I am not going to stand here and let my children watch you belly dance, you stripper, and walk out. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my goodness. My six-year-old is here. <laughs> you know, she's like, you stripper, because she's very redneck. And I'm just standing there going, oh, dear Lord, you know. And, and so... The the dad, or whatever you want to call him, the husband of the dad, was sitting in a chair, and I came out and did a little belly dance for him and embarrassed him and turned him right in the face, and then I left and got <laughs> changed back to regular clothes thinking, oh, Lord. And um, I came back out, and they were like, well, that was some real nice stripping. <laughs> oh, no. And you're probably sitting there going, I didn't take one piece of clothing off. <laughs> Nothing came off. <laughs> there were at least 15 children there. I'm like, this is rated G. You know, but half of them were drunk, so I can't I can't blame them. They didn't oh, know what they no. were saying or doing. But I would say that was probably the strangest thing for me most recently. You know, I, of course, have danced in some odd places, but to me the most, most recent would be yesterday. So. Well, that was a pretty funny... Uh, response. I'm going to tell you about uh, my own experience. Um, to me, my most unusual place that I've performed um, was just unusual because I think it's probably not a place that people expected there to be a belly dancer. Um, I was asked to perform at the Arkansas State Museum Conference 
meeting in March. Uh, what happened? The museum where I work at, two of my coworkers were giving a presentation on collections management policy, which is like one of the most boring topics. <laughs> although very important to museum work. So um, they had gotten really creative and they had decided they were presenting this, you know, topic. It was as dry as the Sahara Desert and they decorated the room and palm fronds and all this kind of stuff and talked about how they were giving them the building tools to use to build their own pyramids of collections management and all this kind of stuff. So as a break during their presentation, they asked me if I would uh, come and do a little performance and a little demonstration and uh, just to wake everybody up and everything. So um, I came out and... um, you know, just a really simple costume of, you know, mainly just my hip scarf. I had kind of a um, Middle Eastern shirt on and just pants because I was actually attending the conference as well. And uh, I just showed him how to do a hip shimmy and a shoulder shimmy. And we just all kind of got up and danced around a bit and kind of woke ourselves up and woke our bodies up and had a really good time before we had to sit down and again talk about boring (laughs) collections management policies so it was really fun but I tell you um when I came out and started playing they I they asked me to dance to walk like an Egyptian which was really fun (laughs) and um just when I came around the corner and I was playing my zills um it was pretty funny because they all just they all died laughing and had a really good time with it and were really good sports about it. And um, we're all kind of surprised. <laughs> so that's my story of the most unusual place I've performed. And now your shimmy cast news. October 5th through the 8th, Hasim and Serena Ramsey present the Egyptian dance workshops and live concerts in London, England. October 6th, Club Rashach will be having workshops featuring Rose from Perth and Doncaster, Melbourne, Victoria, Australia. October 6th through the 8th, Shimmy Fest workshops and stage show in Fayetteville, Arkansas. October 7th, Sonia of the Belly Dance Superstars will be having a workshop in Buffalo, New York. October 7th, Synergy Rhythm and Dance Belly Dance Showcase in Bloomington, Illinois. October 7th, Gypsy Fire will be performing at the King Arthur Medieval Fair at Stroud Lake in Tulsa, Oklahoma. October 7th, Jillian of the Belly Dance Superstars will be having a workshop in North Hollywood, California. October 7, Workshops and Show in Berkeley, California. October 8, Sony of the Belly Dance Superstars will be having a workshop in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. October 8, Zoe of the Belly Dance Superstars will be having a workshop in Buffalo, New York. October 12th through 15th, Jillian of the Belly Dance Superstars will be having a workshop in Sao Paulo, Brazil. October 13th through the 15th, Hasim and Serena Ramsey present the Egyptian Dance Workshops and Live Concerts in Dublin, Ireland. October 13th through 15th, Tito in Workshop 
in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. October 14th, Zoe of the Belly Dance Superstars will be having a workshop in San Anselmo, California. October 14th, Ramarha Hare with a tribal double sword workshop in Miami Beach, Florida. October 14th, Cami Little of the Belly Dance Superstars will be having a workshop in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. October 14th, workshop with Katia of Boston in Mount Pelier, Vermont. There will be a show that evening starting at 7.30. October 14th, psychedelic music, Brazilian rhythms, and belly dance in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. October 14th, Sonya of the Belly Dance Superstars will be having a workshop in Homewood, Alabama. October 14th through 15th, the Durga Tour featuring Gothic Belly Dance Workshops by Tempest and Alira and includes a fusion tribal gothic-themed hofla, Hips Noir, which will be held at the Clarion Hotel in Springfield, Missouri. October 15th, Petite Jamila of the Belly Dance Superstars will be having a workshop in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. October 15th, Focus on Finger Symbols and Shimmies, workshop in Minneapolis, Minnesota. October 15th, the 14th semi-annual Dancers Bazaar will be held in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. This is a shopping mecca for the belly dance student, professional, and curious alike. October 15th, Silk Road Workshop in Southville, Bristol, United Kingdom. October 15th, Sony of the Belly Dance Superstars will be having a workshop in Smyrna, Georgia. October 20th, Rockway and the Cavemen in Charlottesville, Virginia. October 20th, Moving Your Veils to Perfection Workshop by Bonzinka in Miami Beach, Florida. October 20th through the 22nd, the second annual Where the Mideast Meets the Midwest Festival in Chicago, Illinois. October 20th through the 22nd, the fifth annual Luna Gitana Belly Dance Festival in Santa Cruz, California. October 21st through 22nd, Colorado Springs Zilfest in Colorado Springs, Colorado. October 21st through the 22nd, Habibi Hawaii, Honolulu's premier belly dance festival and celebration in Honolulu, Hawaii. October 21st, how to position yourself as the obvious belly dance expert and double your income workshop in Charlottesville, Virginia. October 21st, Hips of Fury competition and workshops in Palmdale, California. October 21st, Fana 2 Halloween Extravaganza Showcase in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. October 21st, Live Belly Dancing at Charisma of India in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. October 22nd, Gypsy Fire will be performing at Oktoberfest in Tulsa, Oklahoma. October 22nd, Flamenco from Middle Eastern Dancers in Minneapolis, Minnesota. <sighs> I'm exhausted. <laughs> this has been the ShimmyCast news for this week. And as always, you can find more information about all of these events on our forum board.
So did I tell you guys or what that there is a ton of events this week <laughs> or um, that I'm reading this week that are going to be happening all month, though? So. I'm just exhausted from reading that list. But I'm also really happy to share all those with you guys. Okay, this week's first song is Rockababa from the album The Ballad of El If by Follick.
we had a new poster on our message board named Julia, and this is what she has to say. Hello there. First, I want to say I really enjoy your podcast. I just started listening to it this past week, and I'm so excited that there is a podcast solely dedicated to the wonderful art of belly dance. Great job. Thank you. I have a question, please. I'm in my second eight-week traditional belly dance class and absolutely love it. But the more I read about tribal, or rather tribal fusion, the more I would like to learn this. However, is it best for me to concentrate solely on the oriental style for a year or so, so that I understand the basic techniques, or is it okay for me to explore tribal simultaneously? Thanks for your help, Julia. Well, Julia, I have to say you have stumped me. I'm not at all sure what to say to this. Um, First, I think I would advise you to talk to your teacher about this and see what your teacher has to say. After all, they will know you better than I do, and they will know where you are at as a dancer as far as your proficiency at what you have learned so far. I would also encourage you to think about previous learning experiences that you've had before. Has there ever been another time when you've been learning um, two things that are similar, although they're different at the same time? Have you been learning them at the same time? If so, think about how you handled it. Did you confuse the two things or did learning them simultaneously help you understand each better because you could compare and contrast them. Um, I think considering these questions will help you decide if it's okay for you as an individual to pursue both styles at the same time. And, And I have to tell you, I too am starting to become more interested in tribal and tribal fusion Although there aren't any tribal dancers in my area, so it's going to be hard for me to pursue learning tribal. Um, I think the nearest ones are maybe like two hours away. So it's kind of hard to get to a class on a regular basis if it's no closer than two hours away. And I'd also like to say that my previous dance experience before I I started belly dancing, has actually come in handy with my belly dancing. Um, I probably have an unusual background than what most little girls have. Um, in elementary school, I actually started out doing Native American powwow dancing. Um, I was very interested in the Native American cultures, so I went to a lot of powwows and things when I was younger. And um, then I moved from there to um, jig dancing and a bit of the, um, like, classic Charleston (laughs) training. And then from there I moved into the more usual smooth and Latin ballroom dances. And I have to say, all of these have helped me with my belly dance. Um, The mentality of Native American dancing helped me to have the ability to relax and let loose into another dance form that was more folk style than the formality of like ballroom or tap or ballet or something like that. However, the footwork that I did learn in ballroom helped me 
immensely with some of the traveling steps that were used in belly dance routines that I've learned, such as um, the grapevine and step ball change steps. You know, when it came to those sections and the routines, it was just a breeze for me because I already knew those steps from ballroom. And I know a lot of my uh, co-dancers had a very hard time picking up some of those traveling steps because they had never done anything like that before. Um, I've also incorporated some other ballroom steps into my belly dance. Um, right now I'm working on a veil routine that the song is a, a, rum, a rumba rhythm and I'm actually incorporating the basic rumba step into my belly dance routine to um, this song that I'm doing. And I have friends with background and uh, East India dancing, flamenco, and other regional dancing who have incorporated it into their belly dancing. And I think it gives their dancing a unique flair. So I personally love mixing dance styles, and I love watching dance styles being mixed. So as far as, you know, is somebody going to give you a hard time and be like, oh, you're you know, you're not doing a traditional oriental routine or you're not doing a, you know, totally tribal routine or something like that. First of all, I, I don't like it when other dancers criticize each other and the belly dance over the years has evolved so much that it's really hard to say exactly what is traditional anymore. I mean, tribal, from my understanding, was created in California like in the, the 60s or the 70s or something like that. So you definitely can't call tribal traditional belly dance. It's, it's something else, but it has its own tradition and it has its own validity as a dance form. And I just... I think the main thing with belly dance is that you should enjoy yourself and enjoy what you're doing. If you see something that you think you're going to enjoy, I say go for it. Enjoy it. Don't limit your creativity just because you're worried about what somebody else might say. Um, but if anybody else has advice for Julia... Please feel free to pass it on, especially if you have experience with this kind of situation where you've been taught one style of dance and you're going into another style of dance. Because like I said, I, I don't have experience in this particular situation. So everything that I've said, I mean, definitely take with a grain of salt. <laughs> okay, Julia. And I hope things go well with you and your pursuit of the dance and if there's anything I can do for you let me know I will always be more than happy to give you my advice and my take on a situation and just remember you got to take it with a grain of salt it's everybody's own opinion everybody's own you know perceptions so but thanks for posting on the board so this week has been a pretty exciting week for the show and it's just Monday. 
Um, I'd like everybody to know the Frapper map is finally fixed on the website. Thanks for being patient with me about that. It's fixed. It's back up. Also, we got the feed fixed, so all the episodes are again showing up in iTunes in order. Sorry for that little mishap. We had some problems when iTunes released their new version with the way the show ended up looking <laughs> in iTunes. It, was, it had lost the first six episodes, and then it was like 7, 8, 11, 12, 9, 10... <laughs> It, it was crazy, but it's all fixed now. It's all back to normal. And finally, you may have noticed that I got off my hiney and there's now a logo for the show. That's right. It only took me about five months, but with the help of my hubby, Ryan, who has been on the show before, I now have what I think is a pretty cool abstract artistic logo for the show and I hope you all like it as much as I do so um if you'd like feel free to send us feedback you know you can always email us shimmycast at gmail.com post on the forum at shimmycast.blogspot.com send us an audio vote for us if you want you can leave reviews on iTunes and don't forget to sign up on the newly reinstalled Frapper Map. Okay, as I said at the top of the show, this week's article is from our contest. It is our contest winner. And I'm very excited. In a couple of weeks, we're actually going to try to interview her so you can hear a little bit more about her. But until then, this week's article is It's All About Growing by Jenny Wren. The first time I saw a live belly dancer was at a friend's barn party. Her daughter had just moved back to our area from Texas, and she wanted to dance for the folks at her mom's party. She wasn't shy about moving, and she wasn't shy about her body. She moved with confidence. It was that very confidence that inspired me. I desired that fearlessness. The breakup of a 13-year marriage left me feeling many feelings I had never felt before. A sense of freedom and at the same time loss. A desire for confidence, yet also afraid of never, quote, making it alone. Over the last six years, I have learned that I can make it on my own. I can face tomorrow as a single woman, mother, friend, co-worker, and belly dancer. After seeing my friend's daughter dance many moons ago, so much has changed. Yet so much has remained the same. My sons and I still dance to rock music in the small living room of our home. I still work in the same place and have a few of the same type friends I've had for years. Yet it's the differences that are most notable. My sons are growing fast and strong. At 11 years old, my eldest is almost as tall as I am. My youngest is eight, an agile, curious, active, and still enjoys time with mama. When I started belly dancing, I thought it would be a fun, cool way to lose weight. 
game flexibility, tone up, and something that sounded wonderfully sexy. At first, I didn't tell anyone. I was afraid of what they might think. As I became more flexible, I also grew more curious. I started learning that I could move individual groups of muscles. I learned that there are three different groups of muscles in the abdominal area. I learned that you could lift your hip by flexing your side abs. I also grew about three-fourths of an inch. My spine has lengthened with strength and time. My posture has improved. After about a year, I started telling more people. My family thought I was going after yet another silly pursuit. My friends lightly ribbed. After practicing on and off for a couple of years, I became more open and more folks started asking questions. Recently, at a family reunion, we had a circle of cousins and aunts, and I even gave a little lesson. I even had a friend come by and do a whole workout with me. Then I signed up for a class. Oh boy. My class was only three weeks long, but it was just the taste I needed. I've signed up for another starting next month, and a coworker has signed up with me. My curiosity has led me to a book and CDs at the library, buying and reading a book of my own. Three DVDs and a shimmy cast later, I've been starting putting together a costume. But with all the aforementioned growth, I've noticed more within myself than I ever could have imagined. I'm still not a great dancer, but I feel that confidence. I feel that growth happening in me that I so did that I so desired many moons earlier. I have real achievable belly dance goals. To me, belly dance is not only one of the most beautiful forms of dance, but one of the most exciting, curious, and exotic as well. What a wonderful way to celebrate and express one's individuality and zeal for life. So I hope you all enjoyed that article from Jenny as much as all of the judges did. And perhaps those of you who were too nervous to enter this contest will be inspired by Jenny to be confident enough to enter the next contest, which I am announcing right now. That's right. <gasps> it's not too late. <gasps> There's another contest. More CDs that you can win. Yes. Build your CD collection. That's right. Submissions will be due November 6th. At noon, Greenwich Mean Time, all the guidelines are the same as the previous contest, and you can check those out on the form board, and I'll be publishing a new list as far as um, what the specific CDs, CD prizes will be, so you can check that out and see what you're interested in. And like I said, I'm hoping to... I'm hoping to interview Jenny in a couple of weeks, um, right we have some special shows in the next couple of weeks, so I'm hoping I can get back to her and um, get her on the phone and interview her and talk to her a little more about her dance experience and everything. So, speaking of the next couple of shows, 
I will be going to Shimmy Fest this weekend. And I will be interviewing Princess Farhana, who is the workshop facilitator. She is from Hollywood. And she's an awesome dancer. And I'm also going to be getting sound clips from other dancers attending the workshop as well. Asking them a few of the questions of the week and everything. And that leads me to the next question of the week. Which is, what future questions of the week would you like to hear? This is your chance to ask all of those questions that you have always wondered. What do other dancers think of this issue? What do other dancers feel about this topic? And this will be a little different because obviously I won't actually read everybody's answers to this question because that would just be kind of boring hearing me say a bunch of questions over and over that people submit. Um, but I will be using those suggestions on future episodes of ShimmyCast. Uh, depending on what the questions are, I might even use them in my interview with Princess Faharna and with the um, lovely dancers that I will be meeting this weekend at ShimmyCast. So to answer, to send your future questions, you can send an email to shimmycast@gmail.com, or you can post on the forum board at shimmycast.blogspot.com. Also, I want to take the time to let you guys know that I'm going to be taking a little vacation in early November. I'm going to be going to Chicago to see the King Tut exhibit. And if anyone has any suggestions for restaurants or places to see some belly dancers or anything like that, I would really appreciate it. Um, we've never been to Chicago before, so it's a whole new city to us. And we're pretty excited about going. Um, don't worry, though. That doesn't mean that you will be shimmy castless for that week. I'll say that five times fast. Um... There will be a shorter show for that week. Um, probably we'll just do a news recap and then lots and lots and lots of music for you guys um, in that show. So you won't, you know, totally be without your shimmy cast. Because I know you guys are addicted to this as much as I am. And it's so fun to have people to share your addictions. <laughs> so finally, it's time for the second music pick of the week. This song is Blue Night from the album Synthesis of Five by Huxman. I hope you all enjoy, and until next week, this is Anala Rabari saying shimmy on.
Thanks again for listening to ShimmyCast. You can leave us feedback at shimmycast at gmail.com and be sure to visit our website and forum at www.shimmycast.blogspot.com. Remember, the opinions expressed are those of the host and the podcast crew. Thanks again.